0: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of Gossip Column. Yes, the show is discusses who is going where in association with Lutiful Paul. As you should know, the drill by now, 10 minutes of time is all I need. In return, you get that big plate of juicy transfer gossip to start your morning. We're entering the last week of these kind of episodes. The 31st of July will be the final one. In August, we move to the full-fat podcast like last season, so there's not much time left to get these transfers over the line. And let's look at another bundle of gossip this morning. Let's start in Paris, because yesterday I mentioned that Danny Rose and Rich Sarri were... Possibly going to be linking up in Turin, Juventus. That is, of course, and it looks like now that PSG have moved ahead of Juventus in the race to sign the international. Last week, I mentioned that PSG and Schalke were two teams that are interested in signing the 29-year-old. So basically, it's a case of who and which source you want to believe. I think really either move, PSG or Juventus, is going to be incredibly good progression for Danny Rose in terms of his career. I've said this many times now. You know, why not test yourself abroad and all that. But really, it's all a case of concrete bids and the like. I mean, we're looking at a fee of about 20 million. He goes out of contract not at the end of 2020 season, but 2021. So, if there is a time to sort of cash in without that contract threats hanging over it and the way to sort of see out your days for free and all that, this is the time. And then, obviously, if he does move on, then it accelerates the need to sign Ryan Sessignon, which is about 25 million. So, the net spend. It's only going to be about £5 million for Tottenham. That is, if both deals are completed. And, talking of completed deals, Toby Alderweireld, obviously he had a £25 million release clause hanging over his head, and that is something that um, expires on Friday. So, if that is the case, obviously, the plan is for then Alderweireld to stay at the club for one last season, and then, um, whether he signs a new contract... During that season, we don't know. If not, he goes on a free. However, there's a twist in the tail now, and in the Telegraph, they are saying that Daniel Levy could then scrap the clause, obviously because it doesn't count anymore, and then put a 40 million pound price tag on his head. Not forgetting that the transfer window actually goes on until the end of August. Not just necessarily Premier League clubs; they shut at um, just before the season starts. Therefore, you know, they still scope for a move abroad, and it could be that if the clause is not met. This week, it's then right, okay, still technically for sale, but it's going to cost you even more. And at 40 million for a 30 year old, it then, well, I don't know, is that a good business practice? Certainly from Levy, but from a club that already is apprehensive at spending 25 million, you do wonder if they'd then be willing to spend that extra 15. And the answer is probably not. Manchester United now, and Ed Woodward is not joining the club's summer tour. I mean, is that really news? I don't know. However, the news is that he's confident of signing. Both Harry Maguire and Sean Longstaff. I mean, these are two deals that have really, really dragged the hills. Harry Maguire more so. Sean, Sean Longstaff seems to be, you know, a, I think it's about sort of 50 million or something in the region of that, which is a hell of a, a lot of money for the youngster who obviously did a good job under Rafa Benitez in the second half of last season. Um, but, you know, it's a hell of a lot of money for someone who's played such little football. But, you know, this is the market we're in. And who am I to argue? Also Manchester United, they've told Inter Milan that time is running out if they want to sign Romelu Lukaku. Um, Inter have come in before with a bid, but it's been A, undervalued, and B, in sort of this weird instalment package. So Man United are saying, look, you know, it's a good starting point, but come back, try again, and let's see if we can get this one over the line. Arsenal now, and Unai Emery will decide the next two weeks whether to let Reese Nelson join Hertha Berlin on a season-long loan. He's also been mooted as a make-weight in the Wilfred Zahar deal. However, Crystal Palace don't want um, necessarily a loan player, where they've got a stopgap for a year, and then they've got to go and buy their own player further down the line. You know, they'd rather sell up Well, they wouldn't actually want to sell Zahar, But if they were to sell Zahar, they want to sell him for the maximum value that they can extract, and then it gives them time and money to go and get their own permanent replacement. So. With that sort of option not really facilitating at Selhurst Park, it could be that a trip to the Bundesliga is once again Nelson's home turf this season. Tottenham again, and they are moving closer to signing Giovanni Lo Celso. Interestingly enough, though, when this first sort of broke, Betis had a fee of about £88 million. I think that was the release clause. Something around that in order to snare the Argentine. If you believe the sun this morning, £45 million. Wow. Now... This is obviously taken a I guess a, a change of direction because they've signed the bill for Keir for a lot cheaper than forty four million. I think it was about seventeen million. Fakir I think it had a I think it's obviously injury troubles have sort of slashed that valuation because obviously he was linked with Liverpool about fifty million and I think he's also his contract is running out, so Leon was sort of forced to, to sell to get extract some value. But because Baiters have got such a bargain, then obviously they're not so Adamant in getting that eighty-eight million. So Daniel Levy sort of seeing an angle here and think, right, I'm going to snare it. And at forty-five million, you're sort of thinking, actually, maybe it's not necessarily Christian Eriksen leaving either. It could be a case of, you know, it's very nice to have a forty-five million player on the bench, but you know, it's not necessarily an overall. It's you know, if you're spending seventy million or eighty million on a player, thinking, right, I can't really bench that player. Forty-five million becomes a very, very good addition to a squad, and that might actually enhanced Tottenham. So, you know, good news on the horizon there if they can get the deal done. Talking of getting the deals done, and Celtic have rejected a third bid from Arsenal in regards to Kieran Tierney. They wanted twenty five million and Arsenal came back with that, but it seems to be still not enough. So well, you know, name your price now. Are we looking at thirty million? You'd assume so, but I mean this is going to be quite the uh, the capture for uh, for Arsenal if they do get him and it's going to be quite the windfall for Celtic if they do sell him. Sporting Lisbon and Manchester United are still divided over the fee for Bruno Fernandes. Manchester United have supposedly bid £55 million. Sporting Lisbon wants £62 million, so still a little bit of work to be done there. Leicester have reportedly offered to double the wages of Sampdoria's Belgian midfielder Dennis Pratt in order to beat Ace to the transfer. 25 years old. If he was to go to the King Power he would add to their youthful looking squad as Brendan Rodgers looks to sort of... Uh, pick up the pieces after Claude Puel last season, he obviously did a very good job towards the end of last season, and now with that, I guess, an extended pre-season, Leicester are well-placed to start the season well, and if they can get a couple more new signings, then why not? Liverpool are not going to allow Ovi Ijara to leave on loan again this season, but are prepared to sell the 21-year-old, Well, Jurgen Klopp is still looking to bring one more player in this summer, but it's... But he admits it's going to be difficult to have a transfer window like last time when they spent 170 million. There's almost a case of what exactly do they need? You know, you win the Champions League. How do you add to that? To use a cliche also, like they've got a new signing with Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, there's that to consider as well. So, really, what else do they need? And you have to answer really, not a lot. West Brom, they want to take Mason Holgate back on loan from Everton. He spent a spell there in the second half of last season at the Hawthorns. Sheffield United wants to hijack Leroy Fur's return to Holland. Um, he's a free agent, after leaving Swansea, and final look keen to sign him. But Sheffield United are going to offer that carrot at Premier League football. While Ipswich's Alan Judge has told manager Paul Lambert he would like to leave the club amid interest of QPR. I guess Paul Lambert will be the judge of that. And on that note, it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy, this is The Real Football Cast in association with Loser Paul, and until next time... Goodbye, Sports Social Podcast Network.